Hello. Hello. My name is Matt. My name is Abigail. And this, this is, is the Polyglot, Polyglot Progress Podcast. Podcast. Episode 35, we think? 35 or 36. <laughs> You'll find out in the title. Uh, we're going to talk about reading today. We are. It's we're... probably going to be a shorter episode. Mm-hmm. We apologize for the delayed upload, but... Now now you know the real secret, which is that um, not only is it a delayed upload, but it's a delayed filming as well. Delayed filming. Um, ah, shoot. But you That's will get know. to fully experience this right now as um, you can probably hear it in my voice, the beginnings yeah, we're both of it. pretty sick. Um, we're both not feeling great right now. I, and it's just been I'm stressful. really not feeling great right now. Um, so we're just going to do a nice little casual podcast. We've got like some nice mood lighting today. Usually we have like a much brighter setup, but we're just having a little... It's like a language slumber party where we talk about reading. <laughs> nice. That's good. Basically. good example. Um, so we're going to do like a little bit of a ca- more casual podcast, basically, is what we're saying. So I guess before we talk about reading, let's do a little bit of catch-up. Okay. Anything, you, you, you has begin anything it. been... You begin okay. it. I always begin it. Um, let's see. What have I been up to? You've been doing some Bulgarian and uh, Scottish yeah. Gaelic lately. It's, it's been a... I'm just trying to think of when the last time we podcasted was. It's been yep. like three weeks or so, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that time, I don't think anything like super drastically new has happened. This past week, though, I did manage to study every single language. <gasps> um, I, instead of having like a set routine, was just kind of feeling like I didn't want to be forced to do any certain language on any certain day. So what I've been doing is just kind of letting myself do whatever I've been feeling, but like with making sure that I'm getting all my languages done. Mm-hmm. And it worked really well last week somehow. I just felt kind of like motivated to do all of them. Um, so I guess because I knew that I wanted to get all of them done, it was like the next day I was like, yeah, I'm totally feeling Spanish today. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, now I'm feeling German and like, so it's mm-hmm. been it's been working out pretty well. So um, cool. I still really don't know any Gaelic or Bulgarian, <laughs> but <laughs> it's been fun with both of them. And I've been making time for um, German and Spanish and Italian, which sort of were starting to slide back since I was making so much space for Bulgarian and Gaelic. So it's been nice to kind of have this nice mix of all of them. Cool. Um, other than that, I don't think anything really is new. Um, yeah, I, I've been using basically the same stuff I've been using all along. I've been doing a little bit more reading, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. um, and, yeah, I think that's really about it. I don't really have any exciting updates other than I've been doing what I wanted, so there's that. Cool. I uh, I also don't have too much all that new. Not I haven't been progressing through any language courses as of late, which I miss, and I kind of wish I had a mm-hmm. textbook with me. Didn't bring any to school, though, so I'm like... Can feeling... borrow some of mine. I probably should. I'm honestly feeling the withdrawal of, like, progressing mm-hmm. through a course. I've been looking for some good uh, courses lately, and I, if anyone has any recommendations, I'd love to hear them. I've been trying to find uh, different online resources for indigenous languages in the Americas, uh, and I'm having a lot of difficulty, and I, I have a feeling you guys might know some good ones. I've been, like, Mango has some Cherokee, uh, but only, like, two two uh chapters and they're both like only five oh, lessons really? yeah it's not as much as i thought um and, and what then, else um, duolingo now has navajo uh i believe pimsleur has ojibwe mm-hmm. so like there are a few that i know about but like i still can't find like mm-hmm. and everything that i do find is kind of like very difficult to use or very not uh, not updated frequently and i'm mm-hmm. like so i'm just having difficulties finding that i haven't uh, i've been having 
in conversation with Abigail and our roommate Christina about like how how I want to go about learning an indigenous language and I, I'm definitely going to talk to you guys about that because I really want to move away from uh like the really popular kind of uh, what's the word like staple languages in the in the kind of language learning community and I want to branch out to more um, how do you how do you word this just like languages that people don't pay as much attention to I guess things that I think deserve some attention um, and also just that I have an interest in I mean for instance Cherokee is a polysynthetic language and I didn't know that and like I that's a type of language I haven't learned before um, but again I haven't decided what language I want to give attention to, give all my attention to. I've been trying to find some that are like, like revival efforts happening around my uh, geography. So like, we actually found out that there's some Scottish Gaelic spoken in Nova Scotia, which is really what cool. What do you mean we? I well, you this. found this out. I didn't know it. You told me about it today. Uh, and so I'm like, oh, Oh yeah, that's, that's, I guess, been an update. I learned recently that the Mango course is a little bit more Nova Scotian Gaelic. Which is neat. I didn't even know that I'm was a thing. Which I'm fine with. I just also, I think I'd like to focus more on Scottish, Scottish Gaelic. Um, but see, I think but, it's neat because those are people on our continent we can speak to. Yeah, I just know that I guess it's more so I, I'm glad that I know it just because, like, there's been this summer after, what, like, eight years of speaking French, I said things and people were like, I don't know what that is, and I had Quebecois. to Google it and then learned it was Quebecois, and I just didn't know that I was speaking a more Canadian version. Mm-hmm. So um, it's good to know. So, Second yeah, it's, it's good to know. Um, I, I It's been interesting. Recently, I've watched a few videos of people speaking Quebecois French, and I can understand everything, including the, like, weird slang stuff I like my accent does not sound like that Mm -hmm. but it definitely like borders on a weird like Quebecois influence of French Mm -hmm. from France like Parisian French kind of weird mishmash but um yeah uh what was I gonna say oh yeah your updates we've talked a little bit about um your like future language plans so Mm -hmm. um I guess your updates on what's happening with your learning Let's see, last podcast you were doing, like, Latin and ancient Greek. Yeah, and so and I'm, then... I'm still interested, obviously, in my kind of, like, ancient language dabbling stuff, but I've definitely put them on the back burner for now. I'm at a very kind of liminal stage in language learning. I'm kind of not in any course right now. I'm just kind of searching for resources, uh, which I know is, like, the, the purgatory of language learning is, mm-hmm. like, when, when do you settle on a resource? And for me, it's always, like, I can be here forever because I'm just always lurching, uh, searching but uh, uh, so that's currently one difficulty I've been having. The other thing, uh, and it's also just been fun trying to find everything. Another, there's some languages around here, I, I'm pretty sure there's a revival movement happening out east on Long Island with the Shinnecock language. And uh, I just recently, just a few hours ago, was looking at uh, Wampanoag uh, in southeastern Massachusetts, which is relatively nearby. Uh, so like, I'm, I, I wanna try to find uh, languages near my geography that I can actually drive to and like mm-hmm. talk with people because I think that'd be neat. Um, uh, I do want to look because uh, again it, it comes down to resources and a lot of these languages even if they are nearby there aren't resources online to kind of help people not in the community learn it so that's the thing but mm-hmm. this is all we can talk about at another time uh, something I'm very interested in right now and I'll definitely talk about in the future but uh and with putting, like, uh, Latin and Greek on the back burner, what's happening with, like, German and French and Norwegian and all those kinds of things that you also have Those, studied. um, currently, I'm trying to get back into actually reading those languages mm-hmm. and, uh, the, because that's, I think, besides music, that's the other way I like to 
uh, integrate those languages into my life. And so German is obviously the easiest for me to integrate mm -hmm. because I use it actually pretty frequently. Even if I'm not speaking it, it's a very literary language for me right mm -hmm. now, next to English. Yeah, you're reading a lot in German. Uh, I mean, even if I'm not reading it in like a normal sense i'm i'm reading texts about texts yeah. kind of i'm i'm kind of diving into rilke's sort of uh bibliography and i'm reading a, about translations of him i'm working on a translation of him still i'm i'm part i'm currently uh doing like a homophonic translation of rilke while doing a traditional translation of rilke and then i want to combine the two uh, and do neat stuff like that, but I'm also reading commentaries on Rilke, I'm, do, I'm doing all this stuff, and I'm reading his uh, uh, letters to a young poet, Briefe an einen jungen Dichter, uh, in German, uh, which is, will be my third time having read that book, I read it in English twice, and then I'm, I'll talk about the reading of that later, definitely. But, uh, and then I want to read uh, L'Etranger, L'Etranger, L'Etranger? What is it? Mm -hmm. Second letter? Mm -hmm. In French, uh, I've heard that's a, I like Camus, and I know that's a pretty relatively easy text for French speakers, having having never finished uh, Le Petit Prince, because I'm not... Uh, did you actually never finish maybe, it? Maybe not, because I'm just oh. really lazy. I really, I need to get back to that. That actually was a big reading goal for me a long time, was to read that in all of the languages I could. And read it with me in French At this again. point, I have a lot more, like, I could definitely finish that book in Spanish and Italian, as well as German. Um, and I, I feel like that would be fun to try out. Um, the Star Working Group in Bulgarian Gaelic. I do own it in Esperanto, and I never actually read through that one either. Um, mm -hmm. So I need to get back to that goal. That should be something I try to do in 2019. Um, so you're kind of going back to French and Norwegian as well a little bit? Uh, Norwegian, I don't have current plans with. Mm -hmm. I, I honestly just miss it, and if I can find a way to incorporate it, I will. But I have the, the, the native... American languages uh, is kind of taking priority right now in terms of new languages, mm -hmm. in terms of uh, acquired languages. German has my kind of like focus in terms of I need to not only improve my grasp on but keep myself in it so it doesn't get fuzzy because I'm using it so often. Um, but other than that, then French and Norwegian are right behind there with like I really want to get those back going because it's been quite a while for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's been interesting. I think um, when we did podcasts, like, even it's been, well, like, we've maybe done four or five podcasts this year. Um, if and I've talking about German and all of them. No, I just mean that at the first podcast of the year, you were like, yeah, I don't really have any goals. Oh, um, now and I even do. then, you had more goals than the 2018 podcast. Um, and now it just, I, I feel like I've noticed over the past few weeks, you've started to kind of think a little bit more about, like, where you want to head in your language learning. Um, I definitely have been giving a lot more thought because, I mean, I've also just been like, I, I think there are so many languages we don't give a lot of attention to and I'm kind of questioning why we don't. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there are a lot of reasons which I want to talk about uh, in future videos, but I, I will save that for then. I just, I, I think I want to give them my attention and mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm excited for that because it's going to be uh, ch very challenging, probably more challenging than ancient Greek. <laughs> well, I'd assume much yeah. more challenging. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so where do we want to go in terms of reading? What are... So let's talk about reading. Um, mm -hmm. I guess just to start off with, how, how big of a priority or how big of a thing do you usually make um, reading with your study of languages? Is that, like, something that you always strive to be able to do? Is that, like, your number one thing? Is it something that's just, like, an added bonus? Do you incorporate reading in your studies a lot or not really at all? Like, kind of where does that fit into your language learning in general? 
I think that I'm I'm an interesting case, but I'm sure a lot of people kind of feel the way I do, and I'm you, you might even agree, kind of, uh, in being a literature writing student, mm-hmm. uh, I read like most of my waking hours are spent reading, and so. Uh, uh, I'd say the majority of the way I take in most of my information and entertainment at this point in my life mm-hmm. are visually through reading or orally, auditorily, whatever the word is, through listening to written stuff. Which is actually the same thing. The way it happens in your brain is... Is it actually? Mm-hmm. That's why um, the well, debate with cool. when people say that like listening to audiobooks, audiobooks doesn't is count as reading as book, um, the way that your brain processes reading written words is it basically like reads it out to itself and then processes it as though Orally? it's auditory language. So reading a well, book that makes sense, and listening to an audiobook have the same like neurological effects. That so. makes me happy. That's There's your even, little fun fact. Even of the when day, I read everyone. it at like two point five speed. I mean Like I currently have to read the Confessions by Rousseau for a class and I've been listening to it at like three times speed because it's just this like I I listen to things at two speed if it sounds normal to me, but the thing is, is I read so fast that it's actually weird for me if I don't listen to things at that speed, because that's more like my reading speed is like that, um, two speed. Um, Yeah, my my prose reading speed has gotten so quicker ever since, like, because I was reading, like, only poetry Mm -hmm. last semester, and then I, like, started reading a novel this winter, and I was like, I was like, I just read, like, 60 pages, I was like, what the heck? So, you read a lot, but... You don't read a ton in other languages. No, you read I a don't. bit in German. That's what I that's what I wanted to comment on is I, I do most of my reading in uh, English. And so the the problem is then that I that language is it's it's a hard divide of like mm-hmm. do I stop reading and do languages as like a break? Do I keep reading in languages and stuff and like so German I mean I kinda have the divide of like uh, the divide is less strong, but uh it's it's tough because uh, when I read in another language, and this sounds counterproductive, it's mm-hmm. like this is time I could be spending reading other literature, etc. But it's like I, I kind of like, get that because I at least for me most of the time I think the I only like, language that I there. really feel comfortable enough to read in the way I read in English would be French, and even then I think my reading speed is a little bit slower just because same for German. I yeah. definitely like have developed my reading speed over time. Like I've always been a fairly fast reader, but I think definitely the more I read in English, like if I go a long time without reading, like, I noticed there were a few years where I really wasn't able to read for fun, mm-hmm. and, like, coming back to it, I, like, was much slower working through mm-hmm. a novel. So, and definitely the more I read, the faster I'm able to read, so I think, like, with yeah. French, I just haven't pushed myself enough to be able to develop, mm-hmm. like, an ease of just reading at the same speed I read in English, but I can definitely read a full novel with less of, like, a struggling to think, like, I can make it through a yeah, novel absolutely. totally fine, and absolutely. I have read things, like, I read... Um, a French novel at some point. I don't remember what it was, but I read it in the course of like two days. So mm-hmm. I it basically was my English. Are student. you still reading a um, Le Rangement? Yeah, I haven't read that for a while. But you're um, still in the process of it. Yeah, I think I'm like thirteen percent through or something cool. like that. It's just that I haven't read it since winter break ended. Mm-hmm. Um, also, to just a brief aside, given reading, mm-hmm. uh, we've both started the book club book. Uh, oh, it's so good. Voices. Everyone read the book club book. Yeah, so please, uh, we'll probably mention it in the description. It's mm-hmm. uh, We're both loving it so far. And think mm-hmm. We're really happy we started this year with this book. It's so good. Yeah, definitely everyone should look at the book club book. Read it in a different language if you can. I don't know if there's any other translations of it, so maybe you can't. But I feel like Italian, maybe. Um, Unless that was a different book we were looking yeah, at. Yeah, but uh, just as I was saying, I definitely feel like I can comfortably read in French, but I know for like German, I usually have to 
and this is partially the books that I've chosen to read in German, but I kind of have to sit either with you or with a dictionary or something like that, and I'm a little bit slower moving through, so I can understand why you'd prefer to then read in English, but... And and there's something you always say to me, which is, like, read a children's book, read, like, a lower-level book, and for some reason, because I spend all my time reading, like, quote-unquote serious literature, Mm -hmm. I have such a, like, aversion to get out of that, which is really tough for me, and I don't like that I'm like that. I think it's really detrimental to, like, actually progressing in languages, mm. but, uh... That's actually part of why I like to do it, is because, like, I'm reading, like, adult literature. That mm. sounds bad. Adult um, <laughs> But I'm reading things written for adults. There, um, we, there go. we go. Um, written for adults, like, in English and mm-hmm. in French. Um, so it's kind of nice to be able, like, I'm reading Matilda in Italian. Yeah. Um, and and, and that's something that I... That's what I've been doing, is reading mm-hmm. books that I wanted to read as a kid, as but a kid, never yeah. got to, mm-hmm. or, like, books that are, like, acclaimed. Like, I've never read Charlotte's Web. I've mm. watched the cartoon movie, like, tons of times. Yeah. So that's something I'm planning to read in probably Spanish or Italian or um, maybe something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because, like, I... It would be nice to read Charlotte's Web. I, I liked the movie when I was younger. I wanted to read the book, but I just never got to it. Mm-hmm. So why not read it in another language where that actually is, like an advanced level for me still mm-hmm. um and like matilda i again loved also, the movie just, but just like, given your given your knowledge of like spoke that language spoken wise mm-hmm. it'll probably in, advance your level mm-hmm. drastically quickly uh so that'd be that'd be interesting to see yeah so i mean you uh, could always do it the same because there are kids books that are like acclaimed oh, or whatever as being like mm-hmm. high and literature also, or whatever and i also but, really enjoy reading uh bilingual poetry collections because mm. uh because i get to see not only translators choices yeah. but like because that also hints towards synonyms of words or just how words are rendered differently um it's also like they're like little bite-sized chunks of absolutely and and yet you could stick with that poem forever mm-hmm. of like like i have a collection of paul Ceylon's works translated by michael hamburger and it's uh it's incredible how he decides to translate some of that because then I have I've seen some of those poems translated differently by Ann mm-hmm. Carson, uh, Walter Kaufman, and it's like, dude, it's like people also people always translate Ceylon's titles differently of mm-hmm. his books, which is crazy. Um, so like he, he's a really interesting character translator wise and like Herodotus etc. But I can talk about that. That's translation. That's not uh, reading in per se. Um, so how do I you just, actually? That's for, a good to go back to the original question. How important is reading to you in your languages? I guess not that important because you prefer to no, then read in your no, own language. No, I, I think reading is really important to me, but I have a hard time implementing it because mm, of how much okay. reading I do. I think it's a problem that I don't prioritize it as much because my my mm-hmm. my English reading is prioritized, unfortunately, so due that's to my circumstances. You'd like to overcome. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, especially because like I want to go to uni- uh, grad school and do like comparative lit probably, and mm. you need to. Yeah. have a proficiency in multiple languages hmm. um so like german obviously would be yeah. one and i'm interested in german poetry so i'm like already yeah that's a thing i like yeah i'd say for me um it's similar in that it's in my brain it's more of a priority than i then let it be mm-hmm. um but i think my problem is not so much the getting past reading yeah. instead of in English, it's getting to read in general. Um, just <laughs> yeah. because I don't read that much. Like, I'd love to be reading more in any language, um, mm-hmm. English included. Like, it's not like I'm reading in English and not 
which is your case and then not reading in other languages it's that i'm not reading <laughs> okay um that's interesting because i have the <laughs> i have the, have the problem of being to like overcome a, this yeah. year um last year i was really hoping to overcome it because i had the year before basically for the past i think this is the fourth year in the row i've tried to do the 50 books on goodreads thing um and every year i've gotten i guess i did 25 maybe the years before and then i finally hit it one year and then last year i bumped it to 50 and I think I read 12 books or something like that. And I'm such a fast reader. And the, that wasn't like a book a month, which would be fine. It was like all 12 were read in the summer or something like that. So it's just kind of sad. And I, I wish I was reading more. Um, but so this year I've read one book so far. Um, and I'm definitely hoping to read more. I'm hoping that with the book club, that'll get me reading a little oh, bit more. That's one book every two months, but, club. like, I, I, I'm really enjoying this one, mm -hmm. um, and it's just motivating me to read other things. I'm trying this year to just learn a lot more in general, like, mm -hmm. I feel like all of my That's like, I'm listening to a book right now studies. on quantum mechanics, and it's like, I, I can't do any of this by myself, but listening to someone talk about mm -hmm. it, it's so interesting. Yeah, I feel like for me, like, a lot of my time spent studying outside of school is all language stuff and i'd yeah. like to just like learn other things Absolutely. so i'm hoping to kind of combine those like mm -hmm. i mentioned in the podcast i guess with our goals of like i want to start reading some sustainability books in german because um germany's got like a lot of scientific research going towards that kind of thing right now so mm -hmm. I, it's a good way for me to practice using the languages Absolutely. and i'll get to read things that i wouldn't usually get to read mm -hmm. because they're being written in German, so yeah, it's a whole new community of yeah, writers. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, I, for me, that's my biggest issue is not being able to read because I'm just busy, and then it's like I prioritize other things, and um, so I think just getting myself to read mm. this year is a big thing. I want to transition us to talking about methods of reading mm -hmm. uh, and getting away towards translation, or how you, getting away from like reading translation unless you think translating while you read is a good tactic um so you're talking about like tra translating in my head or are you or saying reading like reading in the language and understanding of... it no 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 i'm talking okay. about reading and uh how you how you process the information while you read and okay. uh i still can't get over what you said before about when you listen to something it's the same as <laughs> i think that's awesome um that's very that's very reassuring for me because I listen to a lot of audiobooks. No, yeah, I I mean I've always been <laughs> fine with people listening to audiobooks no, and too. I listen to audiobooks and I've never really understood the like oh well, listening to an audiobook isn't the same as reading it. I think it's a pretty classist debate, uh, debate um, of like reading is scholarly, therefore you are uh, doing this and it's like... Yeah, I've never understood it. Like, I remember when I was in like middle school and high school, I'd listen to the required reading books sometimes via audiobook and people would be like, well, that's not you're not really reading the book, but it's like I would pass the tests and things like I knew what happened in the book, obviously yeah. um, like I did read the book, it was just that I wanted to be able to, like I remember my summer reading especially because I'd want to kind of like yeah. be able to clean my room um, which sounds so dorky but yeah, you're, um, you're when I was a kid you. every year I'd do like a deep clean of my room oh my to get ready for the school year <laughs> um, uh <-huh. laughs> which is like the most me thing I could say that is pretty... um, so yeah, but I, I wanted to be able to, like, do that or, like, paint or something while I listened to the book, Absolutely, so I would, um, and then, you know, I still had read the book, but um, mm -hmm. I was watching a video, actually, where someone was addressing the debate and mentioned that, so, yeah. Interesting. That's cool. But uh, I want to talk about, like, for instance, uh, the two examples of reading where, like, say, I typically like to, when I'm reading a book, uh, read, have, uh, whether it's, uh, I either read physical books or on, like, mm -hmm. my Kindle or iPad, Kindle app, 
Uh, and so I'll either have book in one form or another, and then I'll have either, if I have the book, either a dictionary on my phone, physical dictionary, etc. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm on the Kindle app, some the Kindle app will allow you to just highlight a word and a translation will come up. I mm -hmm. find that that's sometimes a little laggy, a little slow, doesn't always mm -hmm. come up with a significant or decent translation. Uh, there's also having that another app open separately, etc. There's also like learning with text. Then learning with text. Um, um, other alternatives uh, like free um, to something. There's another learning with text. I don't really know of any others. I mean, I know there's Link, but you can't really read a book the same way because that's just kind of mm -hmm. like well, those set books with DRMs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I don't really, I wouldn't really count that here because I'm talking more about reading, like, not, at least in my case, I guess we could talk about that too, whether you prefer to read, like, articles and get, like, a short bit of reading practice or read mm -hmm. a full novel. I think for me, I prefer to read a full book. I think, um, I, I've been trying to strike a balance between, like, full book and short stories or novellas mm. or, like, you know, because I, I think it's just tough sometimes to find, like, short stories available. Yeah, um, I, that's why I haven't really done that, because I think it would be nice to read, like, a short story in Bulgarian, because I just, my brain cannot sit for to a lot of information chunk of time yeah. right now. Um, but I think for me, the thing is, though, is because I'm okay doing, like, lower grade stuff, like, um... Those are typically shorter. Younger kid stuff, I, it's okay if it's long, because it's still oh, okay. at more like of my Jackson. reading level, as opposed to, like, I'm reading something short, but, like, at an adult comprehension level, like... I gotcha. Like, I can read Percy That's Jackson, and it's long, but it feels okay, mm -hmm. whereas, like, if I'm gonna read, like, a Walter sustainability <laughs> book, maybe I should just read sustainability articles in German while yeah. I, like, get to the level to be able to understand, especially because that's a lot of scientific terms that I'm really not gonna know in German yet. Um, you make an interesting point, but jar I think that's jargon a, is interesting because you could get used to up, it very quickly. Yeah, I think it's really all up to the person. I've heard yeah. people argue that you should, like, skip over kids' books because you want to speak like an adult, but honestly, for me, like, I'd prefer to be able to read a full thing and read, like, I have no problem if I were to read Matilda in English just because mm -hmm. I want to read it, like, exactly, yeah. I, I'm interested in reading it, but I think I'm able to enjoy it more because see, it's in a language where that's more so my comprehension me, level. Whereas for me, I think I'm just less interested in reading that kind of literature, I'm more interested in, like, say, Faust, and it's like, okay, I want to read it, I'm obviously going to struggle more. It's I like the it's thing all of, personal like, opinion, and yeah. I'm surprised that people argue about it, honestly, so much on like yeah. the polyglot sphere just because like people go to see Disney movies all the time and it's just like no one questions that like mm -hmm. I could go see the newest Disney movie that comes out and everyone would be like like if I go to see the new Lion King like everyone would mm -hmm. be like yeah we Which, all, all like, of us adults kinda love looks really good even though I'm I don't like Disney <laughs> all of us adults love like good. the Lion King and Disney movies yeah, it's and a stuff. staple of my childhood and yet here I am reading kids' books, and people are like, that's a little weird. <laughs> um, like, it's... Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's whatever, um, you know? Yeah, so reading-wise, I... It really depends. Um, I will say the one thing that's interesting is I definitely prefer physical books when I'm reading in English, mm -hmm. but when it comes to other languages, um, definitely ebooks are significantly... 
I guess because I need to have the dictionary next to me and just being able yeah. to read on something like the Kindle app or the Kindle mm-hmm. and be able to highlight like the way you said. Because mm-hmm. um, basically what I do is I'll look it up in the dictionary and I'll also highlight it. I've got a bunch of different I do, highlight I do colors. highlight as well. I've got like a highlight color for if it's a, a new freezes. word for me. I've got a highlight color if it's something that I definitely know but just like... Oh didn't understand then you do it in something that context. Like link. I you also do a different like color based on if I didn't recognize it because of the conjugation. Um, That's actually a really interesting system. I want to, I'd love to hear you talk about that more because yeah, I, I might want to implement something It's something I've been like kind of figuring out over time, but it's basically just so that way I can kind of, especially just being able to look through the page, I think it's helpful for me. If I start to notice that like every other word is highlighted, I'll kind of step away from that book as well. Um, Interesting, okay. Much like that rule that, I don't know if your library taught you this, but in elementary school we had to open up a random page and count out on our fingers how many words we didn't know, and if you hit five, that wasn't at your reading level. (laughs) Um, So. Jeez, that's not teaching, like, perseverance at all. Well, no, because it was meant to be if there were five or less, it was at your reading level and you'd learn those new words. But it's like if you're going to not know any of the words, then it's not at your reading level. I gotcha. Um, So, I I mean, I like to try to take that approach then with language learning, too. I think all children should pick up Plato's Symposium and read it at seven. I think you need to understand what's happening. Um, Plato's Symposium wasn't a good idea. That's about love, etc. It's about the nature of love. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so I, I've got a highlight system going that I feel like works pretty well for me. Um, I'd say That's I'm cool. only okay with physical books for another languages if I really feel like I'm not going to need to look up that many words or can really just learn those mm-hmm. words via reading and figuring out through context. But if the book is at a level where I can't figure out all the words through context and I'm going to need to look things up, I'd prefer to read it on an ebook. That's really interesting. I, I think I pretty much agree entirely. Uh, I just, I'm a nostalgic paper person, that's why I like physical Oh, I, I definitely <laughs> prefer physical for English, and, like, I've been reading um, Sailor Moon, I've got the physical copy. That's another thing I'd really recommend for reading, Modern. honestly, is, like, um, graphic novels of any sort, or comic books, or manga, or mm-hmm. just something with pictures, because I think then that allows you to not necessarily be reading a kid's book, but you do yeah. have the context of pictures. Plus, they're, like, even if it's this thick, it's not going to yeah. be that thick with words like a lot of that is pictures so it's you're not reading as many words necessarily mm-hmm. um so i mean yeah, i've been right. fine reading that because i can kind of pick up through context what people are saying also typically i'm with you and can be like what yeah, does yeah, this yeah. mean um i the books i read in french sometimes i'll i, I mean currently i'm reading on an e-reader but i do have physical books that i feel like i'd be fine reading in french mm-hmm. um I also have Why We Should All Be Feminists in Spanish, and I feel like that I one, when I that. read it, will probably, I'll be fine reading it as the physical copy that I own, mm-hmm. just because it's kind of a quick read, and also, you can have, I think like, I can figure everything out It's also a very small book, you can context. have your phone in the other hand and be like, okay, what is this word? I also just feel like that will be one, even though it's, like, written for adults, I think contextually it'll all be pretty easy to figure out, mm-hmm. um, especially since Spanish shares so many words with, with English, French, Italian, and, and French, Italian, so yeah. it'll probably be something I can figure out. Absolutely. What about you? What I prefer? Uh, I mean, I do something very similar of just, you know, uh, honestly, it depends. Like, with uh, if I'm reading poetry for, like, a specific, either with the purpose of intent, uh, 
wanting to understand a lot of like authorial intent and trying to dissect a poem. I mean, I like to, I printed out Sonnet to mm-hmm. Orpheus so I'd have my own copy that I could write all over. Uh, but I do have a book that I can like underline phrases in. I have like, I have different translations mm-hmm. of it where I underline ways that authors are rendering stuff and just also Rilke's beautiful language. Um, but let's say like a novel or uh, essay or just something else in German or French or something and like mm-hmm. uh, I think typically I'll have an ebook and I mean I of course you guys know I was using Link for the longest time before I tried learning with text and then I just kind of settled on Kindle reading um, and I'm still trying to figure out if learning with text is like the solution for me so I keep yawning oh my God. personally I, I'm not as big of a fan of learning with text I'm when it comes either. to things like reading a novel just because no, I think the issue that. is because you have to select like, I don't know, I feel like once you select and, it's selected all over and stuff. Like, just for me, I yeah. prefer to work through it. I'm usually a very nonlinear person when it comes to, like, things like that. I know. And I feel like that might even be what throws me out you of whack, is I do just want to You're absolutely around. right. That makes you just want to kind of hit all the words you don't know instead of reading it. Yeah. That, like, that was my problem yeah. always. Because I tried to work through several, like, articles and short stories in Bulgarian, and I feel like it just... I do just kind of jump around and I'm like, I know this word and this word and this word and this yeah, word and yeah, this yeah, word. Yeah. When I guess I am supposed to not Go feel that way. I was about to say, it. that's what it wants you to feel, but I think it's just that no, that's what my body you, wants to feel. I, you know, it's funny because I have a very similar experience and I don't like it, but that's just how I am. Yeah, uh, so it really takes also, me out of the ability to like actually read it and yeah. take anything out of it. That's, that's, I've absolutely had that as well. And uh, the problem is I also think I get a similar feeling when I'm reading on Kindle where I'll like mm. have to tap the word and then wait for the definition and then it's like it's almost like reading just becomes waiting for the definition in English and then I I think this is just me and I'm probably over this by now but like I don't know I'm a I think that's also something Link has kind of trained into me which I don't mm. like of the just you click it and it makes it the right color and then you move on to the next word and you get points for it and I'm like oh I don't like yeah, this is that's part of why I'm less into those kind of apps and things just mm-hmm. because I found when I was using learning with text it less so helped me learn with text and more so helped me um just click the words click on know. the words I knew and then yeah. try to get a whole colored thing and yeah yeah it becomes this different uh goal you're working towards rather than comprehension mm-hmm. uh which is why I prefer I definitely don't have that issue on kindle though which is interesting I don't think I do. do I just I, I think what I'm gonna try next time is doing the like my ipad can do split screen so I'm gonna probably mm-hmm. have a dictionary open and then that, so I don't need to do the thing, because uh, honestly, that the the waiting and like if I hit the word and then it doesn't have a translation, mm-hmm. I get so like frustrated and I'm just like, it's really just a pet peeve of mine that mm-hmm. it's like, because uh, sometimes it'll open tra- the translator and it'll be like English to English and I'm like, dude, it's obviously not Eng- English. Yeah, I know. I, that happened to me the other night when I was reading Matilda. Yeah. It was like English to English. I'm like, this is Italian, but okay. So I'll probably just do something with like either having reverso context or uh, mm-hmm. Leo dictionary open because like those those are trustworthy dictionaries and I can figure other things out contextually and then make notes, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, do you keep a, a notebook with you to write words down if you're doing? study study with a book if i'm doing study study yeah <laughs> um it, very technical yeah, it, terms we it use depends here. on the context um like the other night i was reading matilda and mm-hmm. just before i went to bed but that was kind of i think i'm at more of a level in italian where i should really only do that when i am study studying mm-hmm. um but when it comes to reading um 
like life-changing magic of tidying up in French. Um, that is something I, I just read on my own. And gotcha. It was something that I was reading before bed. Um, mm-hmm. Because really, I think maybe I highlighted one or two words in there, if even that. And I think mm-hmm. even then, it was like stuff I that I knew, but I was like, you know, I never use this word. I should like find a context to use this word, because it's cool. And then I wanted um, to ask you, do you do anything with those highlights after do you make like flashcards in an app or something because that was something i was considering see it again depends so for like spanish italian languages where i'm kind of at a lower level yeah um i put them in my notebook um okay cool and usually that's enough for me like i can typically like write down a vocab word once and then i it's in my brain i'm quite lucky with that um where like the mechanical memory of writing it down once i usually then know the vocab word um interesting assuming it's something I actually then use like I kind of need to have it be something I use otherwise like there are yeah. words we learned in Spanish and Italian that I don't remember at all because I yeah. have no reason to ever say them yeah. um so my brain's just kind of tossed them out but um things that I actually use yes um so I'll maybe like try to use them in a diary entry too or something cool um even just making a sentence with them next to it might be good or copying the sentence it was used in yeah with French I feel like it's just like I don't really have as many words that I need to look up so I, I'm able to just kind of read it to just practice and use my French which is nice mm-hmm. but I, I don't really have as many words to write down when I do I do write it down though I have yeah. um a French notebook that's literally just dedicated to vocab mm-hmm. um because I don't really actively study French as much anymore but um I'm gonna ask you just like fun you... words I learn I put it in there <laughs> Uh, how do you feel about bilingual readers? Um, I haven't used them as much, and mm-hmm. I don't think I'm really as much of a fan, just because I feel like it, it like, gives me too much of something to lean on. That's how I feel, um, yeah, exactly. I used at one point, you lent me, and I actually haven't given it back yet. Um, oh, the German The Easy one? German Reader, yeah. or, like, First German Reader, or whatever yeah. it's called. Um, I was working through that at one point, but I just feel like it... I ended up just covering up the English and not looking at it and just trying to read yeah. the French or the German poems mm. and um, trying to go through those. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, overall, like, I, I'm not opposed necessarily to dual readers, but they, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't really see as much of a point in them. I think they're, like, a cool novelty. Yeah. But I, I don't really get that much out of them, honestly. I, I agree. And, I mean, maybe it's just that I haven't, found the right context for me like I'm really not opposed to it because I really haven't Actually, used them that much so I could see myself in the future going back on the, that and saying I like them but for now I, I just don't really see as much of a the point Swedish book readers. you bought in Germany called Morda po Fjorda mm-hmm. it, that wasn't necessarily a dual language reader that was no so what that is is it's no so what it is is it's like a reader that's meant for language learning so it's like simple stories written at that level so I think I got the A2 one or something so it's written at the words. A2 level, and then any vocab words that they would expect that you wouldn't know at the A2 level, they, like, highlight or put in bold or something like that, and then there's a word bank. Oh, um, cool. So you can learn those words. That's interesting. Cool. So Neat. it's not necessarily, like, a, a dual reader, but mm-hmm. it's it's a reader that's made for language learning, which I haven't really ever used um i haven't gotten to that one because i haven't really learned swedish yet (laughs) so that one's gonna hang out for a little while i bought it in germany um because we we may or might not have impulse bought a lot of books Uh, Um, i mean how many did we come back with like 62 no no 40 something i think it was in the 30s i don't think it was that many i thought it was a lot (laughs) um it was a lot it was a lot but not 60 something (laughs) so it could have been worse it was a whole suitcase 
Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, that was, it was wonderful. That was. It fantastic. really was. We didn't even spend that much on books. That's no. the best part. Yeah. Um, but I, I'd like to try kind of set readers like that again too, mm. because I think that would be really helpful overall. Um, also, uh, I'm sure I could find some for Spanish or Italian oh, or German. Definitely. Um, I don't have too much more to add. What about you? I don't think I do either. I overall, um, I think definitely recently I found the ways that I like to read um, to mm. learn language, and yeah. I've found. Do you listen to audiobooks language wise? I don't. What podcast? Um, I don't. I don't listen no. to podcasts really in English either. I'd like to because everyone's in this like podcast craze and they really like them. Um, I listen to a couple language podcasts. Um, but podcasts about language and also language College podcasts. Info Geek. Oh, well, podcasts yeah. about language, but um, I don't really listen to any podcasts in languages or audiobooks, mm. um, typically because audiobooks are kind of hard to find, I've found, in other languages. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps I just need to look a little harder slash look for different books. I think it's just so that, yeah. like, a bunch of the books I've been interested in recently are kind of, like, not super well-known books, so it's like gotcha. they're only available in... Like, they might be translated, but they haven't been translated and then also had an audiobook recorded for yeah. every language. Gotcha. So it's like, if it wasn't written in that other language, there's not really the audiobook in mm-hmm. it, because it's not, like, Harry Potter or something like that. Yeah. Um, gotcha. But I'm not opposed to it, but um, for reading, I found out how to do it, and I'd like to do more of it. So Absolutely. hopefully this year I'll be doing more reading. I think I, I'm getting there. Um, yeah. So. I'm... I'm Actually, this sounds so cliche, but I'm excited to go, like, figure out what I want to read right Because <laughs> I, like, want to... Because, like, you know, I've got my German translation project, mm-hmm. but it's, like... And I have the freaking uh, Rilke letters. But, like, I should try to figure out where I am with my French, Norwegian, etc. Yeah, I think reading is a good way to... For me, it's a good way to keep up with stuff, like... I think reading's pretty good. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, I think... Well, I just think, because even if I'm not actively studying something, I think reading not only keeps my level at the place that it was before I stopped studying, but also can even allow it to go further through learning new, stuff. new vocab and stuff. So voices. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm definitely hoping to hit my 50 book goal this year, and I, I set aside I want to read 10 books in other languages, because that's not even really that mm. many. Um, and so have a fifth of the books that I read this year be in other languages. I mean, I think ideally, I think what I should really aim for is have half of them be in other languages. Um, that would be cool. Because really, like, if I speak, like, what are we going to say, like, maybe seven languages, question mark? Um, why would over half my books be in one of those languages? For context, I uh, my Goodreads <laughs> book goal was one book, and I'm at, like, 12 Yeah, Matt reads way more books than I do. I also count short books, though, because I don't care about my goal, like chat books I put on there, etc. Okay, that's true. I've read a lot of short stories for that literature class we're taking together, but I haven't. Oh, I don't put those on. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna put the anthology there for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. Um, so... Oh, we're in a class together, by the way, this semester. <laughs> it's a... It's a Poe class. It's on Poe. So uh, we which should I read, him read in French. French. I have a Poe book in French. I don't remember which stories are in it, because it's we just like look. classic Poe stories or something, but I mm-hmm. don't... I'm going to assume it's, like, Telltale Heart and yeah. Cask of Amontillado, but I, I don't know what's in it. But that'd be cool. Um, we should do that. After having read them in English. Also, you're taking cool. a Shakespeare class this semester, and I yeah. have Shakespeare in French, too. I have... As You Like It. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Merchant of Venice and one other one. Much Ado About Nothing. Much Ado About Nothing. Cool. Cool. 
Okay, thank you guys for watching. And uh, yeah, we have a Patreon link down below if you're interested, if mm -hmm. you want to support us. Uh, that would be wonderful. Thank you to all of our wonderful Patreons. Patreons. Thank you to our Patreons. Uh, we will be back we'll with a, a live on, stream on, on, yeah, we'll have on live Friday. Yeah, we'll have a live stream on Friday. Actually, are you going home this weekend or next weekend? I'm going home on Saturday, so I'll be okay, you're watching. Uh, <laughs> planning on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, so we'll be back on Friday for a live stream. Saturday mm. we will have a new video, and then that continues until the end of time, with a few exceptions. <laughs> like this week. Like this week. Thank you, though. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.